Greetings, heroes and Force users of all ages, and welcome back to Inside the Tauntaun, a podcast in the multiverse of fandom. As always, I'm Dino Nicandros, and I'm joined by my friend Daniel Dawson. Hello there. And my other friend, and second time uh, in, uh, what, three weeks that uh, we are welcoming our friend Chris Villain. What's up, you guys? Series regular? Series regular? Whoa. <laughs> He's being paid like one as well. Yeah, sure, 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 sure. <sighs> uh, today we are talking the newest and final Indiana Jones film, The Dial of Destiny, directed by James Mangold, written by Jez Butterworth, John Henry Butterworth, David Kep, and James Mangold. And by God, we're Indiana Jones fans. Da, 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 da! Welcome back, Chris. Thank you, guys. I'm so excited to to be back, even if it's digitally, virtually. I know this isn't nearly as much fun. It is not. It is not. I, I miss you guys. I was going to wear this hat the whole time, but I can't do this. This is like, because I can't fit my headphones. See, watch, watch. When I do this, I try to put the headphones on top, and it just makes, I, I look like an idiot. I can't do this. No, it's it's insulting. <laughs> I actually it's prefer the- it this way. You do? Yes. It doesn't look like any jokes anymore, though. It looks like... It's um, insulting. It kind of has more of the, like, what are those German hats? The Austrian hats? Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. No, that's not what we're looking for. F no. This. F this. All right, that's going to have to do. Oh, Street Daniel's back. Yeah, what's up? I'm from the streets. Oh, gosh. I'm from, I'm from the Zelda streets. Because I'm wearing my Zelda hat. Ah, yes. Um. Wow. Um, Dial of Destiny. The Dial of Destiny! We finally right, saw so, it. I've been so hyped about this movie for so long. Although trepidatious yes. because, you know, we were um, – I don't, I don't – traumatize is a really, really harsh tone. But, like, the, most people tend to think that they don't – they don't even want to believe that the fourth one even existed. All right. So <laughs> so, so that will be a, a, a segment of, of this episode is we're going to revisit Crystal Skull. But, um, all right, we've all – obviously seen dial of destiny we did? in the last few days <laughs> let's let's go around town and uh, give your just very general Generals. um impression and then we'll we'll dive down into it chris uh you are the guest of honor yes, oh, after first you. i thought it was great i loved it i thought it was awesome yeah. i thought it was everything it needed to be i don't how think how many tauntauns it... would you give it out of how many Let's just 11. say <laughs> out of 11 tauntauns, I sure. would give it mm, like, like eight. Mm-hmm. Eight tauntauns. Eight, out of 11. Yeah. yeah. Very sensible. I liked it. Wow. I thought it was great. I don't like, will it win awards? Was it groundbreaking? No, but it was fun. And it was like just the amount of nostalgic it needed to be. And like, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. Great. That was a great general Fantastic. thought. Thank you, Daniel. Thank you. Generally, I agree. <laughs> I mean, I, uh, um, I think it would. It probably. I'm trying to think. It probably helped that I went into it looking at the reviews being as like kind of mediocre to sour as they were. 
Um, because generally in those, um, like when that's happened in the past, I kind of go in with my arms like less firmly crossed, I guess, because I'm just like, ah, you know, I'm just in it for the ride, you know. It's probably not going to be a, like, like you said, groundbreaking or super crazy awesome film, but I'm still maybe you might enjoy myself. And I very much enjoyed myself, like, and was delightfully surprised at how much better it was than what the critics were making it out to be. I don't, I, yeah. and, and of course, I'm sure we're going to talk about that too, um, you know. Uh, as to potentially why that was the case, but uh, um, but yeah, I generally believe I lean more towards the audience score as opposed to the critics you're, score. And you're referring to uh, the Rotten Tomatoes aggregate. Which yes. Now this is actually a re- recent feature in the last few years, in that uh, it has like a total audience score, but it has a verified audience score, which you have to prove. I guess you you bought a ticket. Yeah. Um, and actually saw it, and you're not review bombing it, which is um, nice because that that uh, tends to be a thing nowadays because people are lame and racist. <laughs> fine, yeah, um, it's not fine, but no, it's definitely not fine. Uh, I, that's not what I meant. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, so that's that's uh, that's two likes, and I'm going to give you a, a third resounding like. Wow, um, and and much to what you said, Daniel, I think. Uh, Knowing it debuted about a, a little over a month ago in Cannes, uh, and at the time, Cannes? it sat it sat at like a forty seven percent in terms. Of, again, this is Rotten Tomatoes, that it's not the end all be all. So but, hard, I was like, yeah. But that's alarming. Yeah, that's, that was scary. That's that's alarming, and so that's like a resounding uh, like, ew, it's not good. Right. I mean, my worst fears confirmed, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, as it has debuted for American audiences and British audiences and other uh, you know, large markets, uh, that score rose twenty one points. Yeah. And um, I and w- and if you read a lot of the recent reviews, uh, they they're they're far more positive and uh, I I think I, I want to say understanding of what the movie was was going for and which leads into my. Uh, opinion on it it i think we as a film watching society <laughs> and this includes the critics the professional quote, the quote-unquote professional critics uh we've grown very cynical yeah uh and a whole lot less uh willing to just go on a joyride well uh, for the sake of going on a joyride. Do we and... get really deep in that conversation? Because like, I, I've really asked myself this question as to why that is the case. And like, is it because we've all been through like so many collective traumas that like we have a really hard time just in being joyful <laughs> anymore? Yeah, I, well, look. Or I think, or is it because we've just, we've, we've now, is it, is it, uh, really more the like, oh, we've, we've, we've gotten so many doses of this that, you know, it's just, uh, you know, I, I've, I've had too much dessert, please no more cheesecake. (laughs) Well, look, I think unfortunately as of late and as of late meaning really in the middle of the pandemic and post pandemic, we've had a run of really mediocre, big budget movies. Yeah. And, uh, like just, I, I also, by. I also wonder if the generation behind us, they were, they were v- very young kids when crystal skull came out. Right. Do they really care about Indiana Jones? Well, and, 
I mean, and should we look at did the, the world kind of forget about him? Do you know bit? what the weekend box office was? Because I know it wasn't what they hoped. It, it was, was. underperforming. It was underperforming in the sense that they spent almost three hundred million dollars on this movie. She That's was, why it's underperforming. She was a thick film because if they had spent say a hundred fifty on it, uh. They had a great weekend. Sure. So I mean, could they? They they couldn't just spend a hundred million on that. Yeah, fine. But uh, we can get back to that in a moment. But I look. I had I had a a fantastic time watching it. I yeah. I smiled. I cried at the end. I was kind of. I was. I was. I was very. uh, My my girlfriend can uh, attest to that. Like I was a little vulnerable. Very. I was very invested in. In Indy's journey, maybe maybe what it's was for the, part the simple that got fact. You? Was it the uh, was it? It's was when Marion Marion walks in the door, Marian. and I'm just like, I mean, please. I know. Um, so sweet. there were there were actually a couple other a couple other moments, and I think like it's worded some. If yes, <laughs> if uh, if not a testament to the movie overall, definitely a testament to kind of letting Harrison Ford go somewhere with Indy where he's never really gone before. Yeah. In experiencing real loss mm-hmm. and yeah uh, accepting it he, and accepting that time has passed him by and that i really really thought we were just gonna get like a cute little haha joke about shia labeouf but they made that into like a like a really sad and amazing acting moment for um yeah they murdered him in cold <laughs> blood in vietnam Literally murdered him, bro. Oh they my god! They sent Shia LaBeouf to Vietnam. Yeah, I mean, really, I, honestly though, like, uh, you know, you're gonna get like, it, it's kind of like, it, it really is brilliant because they killed two birds with one stone. I mean, you know, for lack of a better term, unfortunately, but they they too um, soon. Yes, too soon. They um they got rid of Shia LaBeouf. Like they gave him a reason why he's not there, but they also like made that like the heart of the film almost which is like i i feel like that's an unheard of thing because like normally i in my head as a writer you're just like let's get as far away from that as we possibly can we'll like like give him a little hint as to why he's not there but they like they kind of like made that part of his like of, of why he is the way he is right now you know and that's like um yeah really kind of like i think that's good on on the writers i thought it was a, a really smart choice well and since since we are on the topic of mutt uh, Shia LaBeouf's character. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. No, let, let, let's let's talk uh, Crystal Skull real quickly. Sure. So, so at the heart of a lot of these reviews, it's either I feel like the way this movie is being measured is was it better or worse than Crystal Skull? Okay, and, I have an issue with this. I go. I loved Crystal go. Skull. And no, like, that's, okay. that's, that's not a bad okay. opinion. Crucify me at the stake right now, but I <laughs> there will be no crucifixion here. I I really liked that movie. I think I may have been of the generation that that they were trying to target. Maybe. So maybe I'm a little skewed in that sense, but also like. Do you remember how old you were? No, I was. Uh, I you could were probably about teenager, right? Yeah, it was, two, it was 2008, so it was. Um, oh yeah. I was, was 15, what 15 years ago? Yeah, I was like I was like That's early teens. That long ago. Yeah, I was 15 or 16 for that one. But you like, were? Yeah, it was 2008. Oh my god. I was in high school. 
But like, why was it bad? Why did people not like it? I don't understand. So yeah, I, that that it, it comes. I there there was numerous there was numerous reasons why a lot of people didn't really. I, I think that the, the, I mean, obviously the hype was super real, and it's like it's been uh, oh. since uh, since I was like, how how many years had it been since we had a la- the the nineteen eighty nine was the last was the final was one last crusade. Yeah, so you know eighty eight or eighty nine almost twenty you know some odd years uh, of a wait. Um, so people were really chomping at the bit and, um, you know, I think that it just, um, yeah. Alien, the, the, the aliens didn't sit well with people. Yeah. Um, or, or, or rather how they, how they were represented maybe. Um, I know and like, what set people, what set people off, like, uh, some of the set pieces, like, uh, mutt swinging through the trees with the monkeys and the, there was just, there were a couple of things. Well, uh, Indy in the lead refrigerator when the nuke goes off. Okay, that. Okay, sure. I mean, but you all, could you could explain a few things. Which away, out I mean, of the like, three he, is the least crazy to me, honestly. I know, but, truly. He, I mean, he's been through a lot of a lot of shit, and you could like, uh, you could you could explain away certain things because he like you know basically drank from the freaking uh, uh, the cup of Christ, the um, the the Holy Grail. Yeah. You know, so maybe he's got some like legit like magic shit going on inside (laughs) i feel like this is a weird kind of like almost like star wars-esque phenomenon where it's like people are expecting something that was groundbreaking in the past Uh and it's that just won't translate so like you want to very good point you want to feel the same thing but it's like regardless they could give you exactly what you want but you're not gonna like it because it's not not groundbreaking as it was in the past you know right and I feel like the more I hear about why people dislike Crystal Skull or like why people would dislike this movie, I feel like it's one of those because I'm like, it was a fine, like it was fine. It was a great yeah. movie. Like, why are we complaining? I, I like, so yeah, I I definitely didn't fall um in the camp of like this movie is terrible. Is it my least favorite of the four? Yes. Or yeah. at least at the time. Um, that didn't, that doesn't mean that it was a terrible film and there weren't like aspects of it that were like very enjoyable and, and highly entertaining and, and, um, oftentimes cool to look at. I know that there was some CGI that was kind of questionable here and there, but I mean, um, you know, uh, but yeah, I, I guess going to your point though, um, about like, I believe that this one, the fifth one definitely sits at a higher point than four i think four still for me is my least favorite so i watched crystal skull actually while i was at your house i watched it again daniel when I was without me without <laughs> you uh i fell asleep to it several nights in a row just watching it in parts <laughs> oh, and um we were tired i i was i for a long time so i remember liking it in the theater mm-hmm. and then in the years afterwards i am a victim of of joining the uh the cult of this this was horrible how rough <laughs> i have i can now say i have uh sipped from the holy grail and <laughs> i i am not of that opinion anymore i after watching it very recently it is a damn fine indiana jones movie yeah and it does all the things uh, that, that you want some of the things indiana that bothered me to do right and some of the things that bothered me still do but honestly like even even 
Indy, you know, having the wherewithal to climb into a lead fridge to escape an atomic blast. <laughs> okay, look, is he going to survive getting flung five miles? Probably not. Probably not. But, but there, the man's that, been shot nine times. Right, though. but that goes into a long list of things he shouldn't have survived. But even looking at that moment, I go, uh, within the rules, quote unquote, of the Indiana Jones world, yeah. uh, having the wherewithal to jump in something that that uh, reflects radioactivity. He's a smart guy. Super smart. And then, uh, you know, the aliens, uh, having the Russians kind of be the, 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 the bad guys and then having aliens kind of be the end game, that was the 1950s. Yeah. Those were the two things everyone was the Everybody most afraid of. Everybody was talking about it, yeah. So, you know, it makes a ton of sense in that regard. All that to say, uh, the uh, I, I don't approve of the reviews that were positive for this movie on the grounds that uh, Crystal Skull was horrible and this just cleared that bar. I don't think that's fair, and I think that I actually agree. does a disservice to reviewing this movie because I, th- I think this one uh, was surprisingly good. And the only reason yes. I say surprising is because of what we just discussed. Right. Like, you know, um, I think it more than cleared the bar left by Crystal Skull, but that's because it, I think it's actually good. Yeah. And not because Crystal Skull is a horrible movie. Yeah. If that makes sense. And this, um, yeah, I think that this, uh, the, the bad guy in this too, I think that like, like his journey was a little more like believable too, question mark, I guess. I, I don't know why, but it like, um, he is, I mean, especially if you go back to, um, I don't know somebody like Walter Donovan from Last Crusade. Uh-huh. He's he's just kind of a, a a a bad dude. Yeah. And so is this. So is this one. But uh, I do like and that we kind of get the origin story. <laughs> but we kind of get the. Uh, he's absolutely. He starts absolutely bad. But but you you get to see the the thought process. Yeah. More. Mm-hmm. I think. I think um, I think this movie had like a really. Um, easy trap it could have fallen into where they could have just made it like a fat nostalgia trip. Yes. And like it, it not that they didn't do that, but like they, that they could have relied on that entirely. And I thought they handled that really well. I do too. Yeah. There was was definitely moments. It it still felt like, yeah, they were, they were, they were like, it was a very gentle wink. A lot of times, like, you know, like the, they didn't use like straight up snakes. They used eels instead, but we all got the joke. We're like, ha ha. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. Oh, you know what? I was actually thinking too, cause I going ahead, I'm, I'm curious what your guys' thoughts were about this, but like, um, I, I know I mentioned it like in our text thread with Dino and Alyssa, but, um, I was convinced because the dial of destiny and they kept on talking about, uh, and we, we've seen trailers of like younger version of Indy and everybody's like, Oh, that's just a flashback. I was just like, I don't know, guys. I there's gonna be time travel in this. Like, like something about this. I it stinks to high heaven about time travel. <laughs> and I was worried about it because, like, time travel in movies, like, a is hard, and b, um, you know, it, it kind of like sometimes, um, cheapens the journey of your previous films. Sometimes, yeah, but- and we've just seen it a lot recently. We've also like seen it's, it. It's it's a kind lot. of the flavor flavor of the month. Yeah, 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 point, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I was the, what I going back to what you were saying about being nervous about the nostalgia train is I thought that we were gonna do nothing but 
time travel throughout the entire film. And it was just going to be, let's go all to our favorite moments of Indiana Jones. You know what I mean? And oh, I'm, gosh, I'm very that glad that bad. they didn't do that. Cause it, 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 that, and I think maybe that's part of the reason why I enjoyed it more than I thought. Cause I was like worried that it was just going to be like that. Um, well, well, yeah. And, and, and to kind of riff off of that, uh, We'll dedicate a little section to the third act because it deserves to be talked about on yeah. its own. But uh, almost a fourth act, really. But uh, so the Dial of Destiny, the uh, Antique Thera, I love. I thought it was genius because I was so worried. To your point about uh, just a time hopping movie, it didn't. I'm not sure it necessarily fit Indiana Jones. But then to find that the device was specifically built to return somebody to this exact moment, it's cool. And I was like, that's. That's really cool. Yeah. That plays on our expectation of expecting this to be that was a big some surprise sort of thing. for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I, I remember just audibly going, "Yep, nice. Yep, I nice, nice. Good call." Yeah, and it was literally call. a callback from like the very beginning of the film, like when he's yep. like you know talking about it to his students, like that right. moment. I um yes. uh. And I'm obsessed with the fact because, you know, I'm a big fan of archaeology and like truly like if I like especially coming back from Egypt, my trip to Egypt, like I, if I got like a big load of money, I would pack my bags, go to Egypt and start digging. I <laughs> And then be arrested and thrown into Egyptian prison. Correct. Correct. <laughs> but then, then I'd I be, have to bail you out. I'd be running from the law. Yeah, it'd be so fun. I, I, I oh, man, I want to do it so bad. Um. But uh, uh, why the hell did I just bring that up? Oh, yeah, the fact that they, um, they based this off of like a real—it's a real thing, a real object. I mean, yes, yes. I mean, obviously they took a lot of liberties as to what the device actually does, and um, uh, because we really don't know, we really don't know. But they—they literally found this like what they can only describe as like one of the earliest like you know computers <laughs> right you know that the and, and nobody us re- greeks man i'll tell you what i mean you guys had some tell smart you what. folks but you really think about it i mean i mean it's 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 rude not to give you know ancient people credit for just being fucking smart as shit because yes. like we always go like oh there's no way somebody must have time traveled back in time and like gave Aliens. them a watch you know what i mean but like we don't know. It was like, this is a long fucking time. It was over 2000 years ago. You talk about the Egyptians and like 4,000 years. How did they cut these like perfect blocks that fit so well together? You can't fit a piece of paper with her. I mean, like, I don't know. We don't know. It was 4,000 years ago. There's technology. We just don't know that they had. I mean, literally like the, uh, the, the, um, the, um, what do you call them? The tour guides that we had, the two tour guides that we had, both of them. 1,000% 1,000% convinced that Egyptians had lasers. <laughs> like, didn't even, like, you know, like, say, oh, this is a hypothesis. They're like, no, no, no. They, but they harnessed the power of the sun. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're laser, like, but, yeah. They yeah. had lasers. And aliens. Like, aliens. Oh, aliens. Also aliens. <laughs> Which but looks, then also, I, I mean, in defense, I mean, I love the idea of aliens, Chris, and I'm like, yes, please. <laughs> but, like, it also, it's like, it does, like, the ancient people a discredit, like, like, you know, they're they also could have just been hella smart and like sure, 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 but also aliens. But also, but aliens. but <laughs> but but Chris's response to you, Daniel, speaks to why Crystal Skull actually works really yes, well. Yes, correct. Because people Again, go well. But, sure. but what about aliens though? Yeah. Aliens and like I, if if people had a problem with the aliens being in that movie, then I'm like, 
I think you just don't like aliens because it's yes. very prominent in history and also like the timeline works out and like everything's fine. So everyone calm down. Well, and, there's and also, also look at my cool Bigfoot shirt. That, oh my god, your Bigfoot shirt! But a You're perfect welcome. segue to your shirt. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was gonna say too that like the first three films and now and then and now this one too, and I think that that also was possibly a big redirect because they they went like they're like, hey, you know, maybe we can steer away from the biblical story, and they're like, oh, just kidding, we're going back to the Bible, <laughs> we're going back to the Bible. <laughs> well, but but even in the course of the course of this movie, so you start out, we obviously know it's in the title, but yeah. The whole first twenty minutes uh, is kind of centered around the uh, Lance of Longinus, right. which, uh, for you history lovers, is is the spear that pierced uh, Christ's Jesus side Christ. when he was when he was crucified. But th- there's a misdirect even there, right? When when Voller's like, "It's fake, but I have something real for you," and and so you kind of think this is going to be the movie starts like it's it's going to be a story about that, like in well Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, totally. or you know it's. Uh, it even starts with him off running on a, top of the train, I mean, like that's right. a direct and callback. and there were even there were even music cues uh, specifically from that movie um, that I enjoyed hearing. But uh, but then oh my God, I, I enjoyed aliens. Uh, well, we'll talk in a minute. What but a uh, I I enjoyed that misdirect even at the top of the movie. Um, but while we're at the top of the movie, yes, what what do we think of the extended look at Harrison Ford's de aging? Okay, because literally, yeah, this is. First. This is this is very great one because I feel like the last time I was on this podcast we were talking about something similar with uh, the uh, Flash. Yeah. Yes. And like in my humble opinion, Exhibit A on to why people may have been tripping on the Flash because I'm mm. like this was really well done? Question mm-hmm. mark to where it kind of like it. I was like, whoa, yeah, this is it, bro. This is like if if someone's gonna spend. Would you say 300 million? 350 million, yeah. 350 million, and like some of that budget better be going to this. Then, like, I want no excuse from this point on because, like, yes. this was great. But I mean, this is what happens when you get direct access to the people at ILM, you know, and valid, uh, valid. They, they, these guys are literally the best in the biz. It's and, insane, yeah. though. It's insane. It, it was, it was like, it's definitely the best we've ever gotten. Um, and which means that they're just continually to get getting better and better at it. So it's it's gonna like even within another year, it's gonna be even that much more. Yeah. But um uh, well, there are still some uncanny valley moments. I mean, sure, but I mean, yes. like um, in the they grand did a fairly scheme. good job of like doing a lot of like lighting effects to like kind of misdirect your your attention. I, which... I was gonna say when when he was kind of standing in the middle ground or far away from the camera, uh, it it looked un unbelievable. Yeah. I think when it was really close up on him and he started talking, it's again the case of the human mouth just being the most difficult thing yeah, to nail down because everybody's mouth moves, even even if slightly, so differently. And uh, and they're 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 glad that he's not as uh, like as far as his facial expressions go. Yeah, he's right. Not a he's super, a grumbler. He's a fairly yeah. subtle guy. Yeah. So like, if, <laughs> for instance, if they were gonna ever try to like de-age me someday, they're like, no, we're just not gonna do no. that. Leave <laughs> we're him just dead. Not gonna do that. No, it's too hard. Cause no, they... but like when they pull the bag off his head, we'd seen it in the trailer, yeah. but there was just something about seeing it in the movie, and we went, wow, holy cow. I mean, wow, it's actually crazy. Like that's that's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah it was nuts. Uh, yeah, there wasn't really the the only time I got. Um, is when he started getting into some of his more actiony moments. Um, 
like when his he was being like hung and like he was like uh you know falling yeah, yeah, from yeah. the different yeah. levels you know with the, the, on the, fire and all that yeah. there was a couple moments where it was like oh yeah 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 they they you know had a hard time mapping because he's moving around so much maybe but um interestingly and i don't know if you saw this but uh my assumption was most of the the elder jones's stunts incorporated a good deal of cgi and it turns out i mean while it is true yeah there are a fair number of shots that are done that way his stunt doubles were built a mask of harrison ford's face <laughs> weird really I'll send you a picture in our in our, I have to our group see text. That. That's so creepy. But uh, so, so th- there's a fair amount of times where he's not augmented. That they built a, I mean, down to the cheeks. Like it's that's a Mission Impossible shit. Yeah, yeah. Whoa. And they just cut out very small eye holes. Ew, but otherwise, gross. It was like somebody cut off Harrison Ford's face. That is warped. a but, thing of nightmares. I'm sure yes. it does, that looks spooky as but, hell. Um, Dang. I I I would caution them, like for the for the twenty minutes and and as you said, Daniel, with the the lighting effects and kind of the atmosphere, they're able to mask it. So it was probably wise to do it at nighttime. Yeah, um, smart. I would caution, and really, this I'm talking to Lucasfilm. I think He's about talking straight to you about trying to do that with Harrison Ford and Mark Hamill and even Carrie Fisher. If uh, if you want to include them in stories, I would not do it often and I wouldn't do it for long periods of time. Correct. Like it just I think there is still an element It's absolutely it's can hard be to effective. connect to. It can be. Yes. It has to be just right. In and out, you know, like Yeah, the the end of season of uh season 2 of Mando, my god, I will never forget how I felt. I know I've said this a million times, but like I I that 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 was the, probably one yeah, of the most effective use of that, and it was so short. I don't think you can build a movie around it. Yeah, making that I, the I, I would find that would be hard. I find that really hard to connect to. But for what this was, uh, and to to get the maybe sense if the whole that film we, was CGI or something like that, maybe. But yeah, even then, I I I don't know. Like uh, to have it for like the first twenty minutes and feel like you're back in the movie theaters in the 1980s watching an old Indiana Jones movie. That was thrilling. That was rad. But, but uh, yeah, totally, totally. Also rad. bold of them to like take the entire, that cause to do that effect for so long and it not be like a, like a main part of the, uh, I guess the extended yeah, timeline. Right. Like that's very bold for that. Like it was like a, Super it was like a bold. 20, 30 minute, like opening sequence at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Like that right. easily. And you get just... that wrong. People are done. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Cause your first impression is so important. We would, we could have easily folded our arms and been like, nah, I'm good. Uh. But now you know why they spent $300 million. Cause I can, I can, I don't have any knowledge or, authority to speak on it but i bet you they spent tens of millions of dollars just on that effect i hope so i hope so because if they didn't there some people got a lot of explaining to do well i know that a lot of the (laughs) uh i know a lot of that um technology already existed going into it so they didn't i mean i'm sure they're still paying a lot of money for research and development because they're trying to make it better but um you know it probably wasn't as expensive as maybe we might imagine but um uh because I'm trying to think of, I'm trying to think of, um, I mean, the, what this movie cost. It's not fair to compare it maybe to the original three, just because of the time they were made in and right. the technology available. But I mean, it, its costs ballooned, and 
there were not to a mention, lot of we got, CG. like numerous um not just like cameos from old characters, but cameos from new characters that are like, you know, big names like Antonio Banderas. Sure. Um, I'm sure they but, paid him. But even cute. before, you know, to spend three hundred, almost $300 million before advertising, I was like, I mean, they must, they went CGI heavy in a way that Indy never has. And I think that's actually where some of uh, the detractors have their biggest problem is some of it felt, and I only felt this at a couple of moments. It really didn't bother me. But some of the big action sequences felt uh, a little more super superhero-y than mm. than than maybe we're accustomed to with Indiana Jones. Uh, I'll go back to Last Crusade. Like I think about the uh, the fight on top of the tank, fucking great, and how slow and monotonous it is. But it's always packed with danger, and it feels just real. And those punch noises are. Honestly, yeah. hilarious. I think they're that... hilarious, but they work. Like, yeah, it's it just works. like you just accept it in your brain. But then I think to like some of the moments in this movie, while awesome to 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 witness, uh, there were a couple where you just kind of sit back and go, "Huh, I've you know I've kind of I feel like I've seen that before." Or sure. Well, or I mean, maybe but, and just, actually, I'm... there was a few times where like I've already seen this in this film. Like we had, yeah. we had like. And, and if I'm not gonna, I, it's gonna sound like a complaint because I mean it's just like I, I'm sure just give me more because it's delicious and fun. But um, we had like three, like at least two, but potentially three car chase scenes that like through a city. I was like, yeah, like we well we did one with a, with a horse, and then there was two car chase scenes. I think that's why I'm. Gonna and then the one, with, yeah, the one with the tuk tuk. The yes, mm, right. The, yeah, I was just which, like, which I thought was the, I thought that one was the best one because it felt like that felt like. Indie. A little more like indie, just, yeah. It was kind of whimsical and yes, and, and like the, uh, the... swashbuckling. And... <laughs> I mean, they at least showed that the the car broke down at the very end. But I'm I'm yes. like, how is this car working? Like literally, <laughs> what in the world? But I'm still having fun. Um, uh, what did you guys think about? Um, we talked a little bit about it uh, at the beginning, but uh, what did you guys think about? the dial itself as the object of of interest how how would do, do you think it was an effective well i mean i already kind of touched on that myself i i was yeah. like giddy as hell because i mean i recognized like at least what it was based off of and yeah. uh and like i love the idea because you know it just makes your imagination run wild because i mean just thinking about it like in real life like what that thing is they at least they they roughly believe that it was um uh something to you know map the stars and the planets right right you know um and uh but i mean like why you know so then you you start like filling in all the blanks um and i i love that they they filled in the blanks with some really cool cool lore i thought yes i i enjoyed it personally chris I thought it was I thought it was great. I thought it was super fitting. Like I feel like that fits the Indiana Jones kind of like model mm-hmm. and echoing everything Daniel said on like I love that it it is a real artifact and they kind of like yep. um created a story around it that um I mean I don't want to say is like too far out of the realm of possibility because like it probably is, but like for whatever reason in today's society um, with time travel and multi dimensions and tra la la, like it's not t- too far fetched for us to grasp. Like, yeah, it felt it so felt much we good. don't know. Yeah, 
I like that. Yeah, uh, I I did too, and I think uh, for a, a, the more emotional reason that uh, the whole reason I think Harrison Ford returned to do this one was to really explore what the passage of time does to someone like Indiana Jones, and yeah. and also speaking to the film like, start. Uh, I love that, like, because I, I I immediately like felt I was vindicated about the time travel thing because at the very beginning of the movie you hear like a the clock ticking, like tick 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 yeah, tick tick. Yeah. I was just like, oh, this is gonna be time travel. Here we go. Uh, but but I I also think it it helps speak to this larger idea of. I don't know, people in general wishing or, or, or imagining that something in the past is better than what we have. This yeah. nostalgia for, for, for things we didn't even experience, <laughs> but uh, yearning for this life that maybe never was. And and I think that's why the third act of this movie, as bonkers as it was, so uh, worked so well, is because... Uh, he, you know, his desire to stay there yeah. because he feels like he has nothing in his life that truly gives him yeah, he's like, meaning. I mean, that wrecked me. Like that idea of, because that's a lot of people. That's a lot of people who lose themselves in, whether it's our phones or in, or something less dangerous like books or, but you get, people get lost to, to go somewhere that's not here. And, yeah. and it's not necessarily exclusive to unhappy people. I just mean, you know, well, I I think it it had this movie did a really great job of 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 quite literally knocking him out and <laughs> and proving to him back, that he bitch. does you do have something worth you know there is a life worth living here. It was that that line it was it was heartbreaking yeah when he um when he's talking to what's her face like in in like to almost the last yeah in almost the last scene where he's just like you have so much to live for and he said like for who. Yeah, it was know. dramatic. It was so yeah. sad. It's just yeah. like he doesn't really have anybody left in his life, but he did though, which is so sweet. But but but, but that device, that device, even if I think out of, um, I don't know. I think let's think. So you had the Ark of the Covenant. Mm-hmm. You had the th- the three uh, chakra stones mm-hmm. from Temple of Doom. You have the Holy Grail. You have the Crystal Skull. Uh, I think it. It fits in nicely with all of those, but this one kind of takes a. Uh, the idea of it is more important than what it actually does, right? If that makes sense, yes. like the, uh, the 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 fact it takes him to this this specific moment in time, the siege of Syracuse in two twelve BC, and him getting to meet Archimedes. And then what, what made me emotional about that was how emotional it made Archimedes. Yeah. yeah. Like, and it's like, wow, like I met somebody who uh, who gets it, mm-hmm. to, yeah. to put it in the lamest of terms. But uh, but also how uh, sad, This mutual too. respect across generations. And, and how sad and kind of tragic for him that, like, he built this machine so that somebody can come back to help him, you know, to, like, but but he was destined to 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 die you know and be captured by the romans like it's yep. you know very sad i i i um uh the tale of destiny um they uh <laughs> i don't know about you guys but i i definitely was thrown um in a good way um and i think that the 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 there was a purposeful misdirect 
um, about the watch um, mm -hmm. because we were talking about, you know, like, I think it was only a few scenes earlier. It was just like, you know, he, he took, Oh, when he's, um, when um, the kid steals his watch, he's like, no, that was my father's watch. It was like an important watch to him. And we don't really get a, like a real good look at it, but then like we clock the, the um, Archimedes, like his dead body has like a modern watch on him. Yeah. So we're thinking like, wait a minute, like, is that whose watch is that? And then we also see the watch on the bad guy. So now we is like, who is it going to be his or is it going to be like Indy's? And then when Indy decides that he's going to stay, you're thinking, oh man, like his watch is there because Indy was there. Maybe the, oh my God. And the letter my brain was going like, wait, is Indiana Jones going to be Archimedes now? <laughs> <laughs> take his place. I was like, "What the fuck? Where is this movie going?" Um, but I'm curious if it if it threw you guys too or not. I think it was one of those things for me where like it you it caused too hard, a, you were just like yeah, it, it. like in the moment it caused like a question at like when it happened, but then yeah. as the story kind of went on, it was something that I kind of forgot about, and so by the sure. time it came back around, like I was driving home and I was like, "Wait a second who you know how did that work out or like yeah. whoa and i had to like think about it for a moment but i wasn't so distracted that i was like whoa wait yeah. a minute yeah yeah i had questions that then gave birth to bigger questions uh for instance if he did stay what that would which do I'm which by the way i'm glad he didn't yeah same because same. I, I was actually very i i then became very worried that that's how they were going to end it yeah. with Indiana Jones being lost to history, <laughs> and somebody somebody even expounded on this on uh, on social media. They had suggested, well, you know, the better ending would have been what if he stayed behind, and then Helena goes to some Roman museum and in modern times and sees Indy's hat in there. Or something, yeah, you know, right. Like he okay. stayed, but I don't know. But I feel like but, we all would have been like, oh, okay. <laughs> but like, I, I I really appreciate her reasoning uh, just a very logical conclusion yeah. of you will change the very course of history if you stay you can't stay right but it's interesting you'll ruin everything you've ever studied but it, with these rules you know as um cuz you know many different types of time time travel um theories out there um whether it's the um you know uh if you change something in the past, the past then you create the an alternate reality or right. um or yeah like you said um you have an alternate type of situation um or, or like in the most recent like in the flash the, the, it also changes your past too um, Or it becomes like an x spaghetti. so sometimes things are exactly the same and sometimes they're not you know but this in particular is more on the realm of uh everything is always been so if you travel back in time, then that is what you always were supposed to do. Mm. So whether the I, hence the destiny part, yeah, the yeah. destiny. So whether or not, um, you know, uh, Indiana Jones was supposed to stay or not, that apparently was up to her, <laughs> because uh, that was what was destined to happen. You know, I mean, if he was going to stay, that also would have been destined to happen, you know. So I, it, it, I'm glad that they chose it this way. But uh, but it, it, it I think that she didn't. I mean, because, you know, nobody explained it. No explained to her the, the rules of time in this uh, in this universe. But apparently if she had let him stay, then, you know, that's just what was destined to always happen. And, you know, 
So, and I, I did sit There's there wondering. Hurt, yeah. <laughs> I, I I was sitting there wondering, you know, when Archimedes comes up on the uh, the crashed plane and sees the dead Nazis, yeah. and you know, wouldn't that have changed history? And mm-hmm. that's a minor thing, and and really, in my we'll call it my head canon, mm-hmm. Archimedes at this point is uh, smart enough head? to go. Let's, you know, I'm gonna keep. I'm going to keep things to myself and just like probably his die. I, I, I have a feeling most Greeks and Romans had no idea what that device could do. So I'm going to assume he just quietly cleaned it all up. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. So interesting. You guys it really does. I mean, and I think that what I do love about, well, all of the Indiana Jones films in particular, but this one does a good job too. It, 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 um, for anybody that has even an ounce of curiosity, you know, it 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 makes you want to go out and research it. You know, yeah. that is the best thing about these movies. Yeah, and it really the single best thing about it them. just ignites your your imagination and and you really do start to, especially in things like this, like uh, like the concept of um, when they're looking at his um, at Archimedes' tomb and his his coffin in particular, how it has the picture of the phoenix, but it has like propellers on it. Right. You right. know. And you start to be like, well, what the hell? And you you can see that in in like in history, like you'll hear descriptions is- of things in books where it's like, why does this sound like it's just like a misconstrued version of what we already have in modern times? You know what I mean? It, Wait, like- you're tripping me out because the, I've watched, first of all, way too much Ancient Aliens and way too yeah, much crazy other shows. So uh, <laughs> there's there's um a very specific Egyptian hieroglyph that came to oh, my mind. Oh, when, I feel um, like I know exactly what you're you talking do. about. You do. You probably went uh, on, on that tomb when there were like propellers on it. There yes. is like a specific case in um, Egypt where these archaeologists found this hieroglyph kind of like um, tile or plate or whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it. And like, and you can look it up. Everyone go Google this. It looks near identical. It's like it's a helicopter and it's a plane and it's like a jet. And there's like no reasoning, but like you cannot reason your way out of it. It's like very clearly like a helicopter, a jet. And something else or whatever. And um, I That's haven't done too much. Shit. Apparently, it's been debuffed. Uh, debuffed. Um, debunked. Debunked. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> to where it was like one hieroglyph and then time had passed. And then they had placed another hieroglyph on top of it. And so that it created this oh, sort of thing. Interesting. Um, interesting. But my um, conspiracy theory brain <laughs> is like, no, absolutely not. <laughs> but wait. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but even still, like, you uh, um, you know, you, you hear about all these, like, um, uh, you know, legends and mysteries of, like, you know, um, people talk about, like, um, oh, God, I mean, even in, like, the, the, the Greek pantheon, you talk about gods and all mm. the things, like, you, you really start to, to wonder if there's, like, like, actual parallels to, like what was really going on in that time. And like, why would they think that that person is a God? Why did they think that they had yeah. like, like godly like powers, you know, like what? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, well, yeah, I was having this conversation with somebody recently about, uh, I think we were just having a broad discussion about faith and, mm-hmm. uh, and the Bible this is getting deep y'all uh, in particular, but just the idea that 
whether you take any of it or none of it, literally, there is something to be said that people weren't just making things up. Right. They observe. They observed something or heard something. Yes. And, and, it inspired and then them. you play a game of telephone, perhaps. <laughs> and, and but uh, but there is there is an ins- to your point, Daniel. There is an inspiration for everything. Yeah. And, and there are varying degrees of how how real or not. But uh, yeah, I think that's what these movies just nail. And yes. it's so funny you you made that point because I uh, my parents saw it before I did. And my dad's the one who introduced me to Indiana Jones at a young age. Cute. And, Mine uh, too. He got out and uh, also it terrified me, like literally, like melting yeah. faces. I think I was Can't like five it. or six when I saw that. I was just yeah. like, <gasps> I never uh, want to yeah. drink out of a cup again. <laughs> Temple of Doom. Temple of Doom. I didn't sleep for a long time. Jesus. Um, but uh, my dad got out and he texted me and said it was excellent. I was like, okay, great. I was, you know, I was kind of worried about it. And he said, uh, uh, I feel like if you didn't like this movie, you don't like history. That's yeah, all he kinda. told me before the movie started, and then when I walked out, I went, "Yeah, yeah," because like there, there, it's uh, maybe more than more than ever, uh, they really leaned into it. Yeah, and mm-hmm. uh, that third act was like they literally put him in history. Yeah, and and I love that. That does feel like the culmination of of Indiana Jones, and I know some people that absolutely hated that. It felt like it was just so out. In left field, but then I'm reminded the guy got an autograph from Hitler. The guy yeah. uh, found the the Holy Grail and met a knight who had been guarding it for hundreds of years. <laughs> right. He watched a man's heart get pulled out, and the guy survived. Yeah, uh, you know it's it watched the Ark of the Covenant melt people's faces. It's right. not out of the realm of possibility in this universe. Yeah. How crazy is it? I think I think it just goes back to our cynicism of like it. Our hero has to be grounded in such disgusting human realism that that you know it's just not fun anymore yeah Yeah, and you know what the the movie i think i mean i'm not sure if this was purposeful or not but it did kind of comment on um i think that taking place in the 60s but specifically like the moon landing and everything yeah um well you you look back at like um all of his earlier films where you know he's teaching in class and like yep. all the people, well, first of all, he's just like a dreamboat and he's fucking sexy. And that's why yes. everybody's so interested. But also <laughs> like, you know, the the kids are like more interested, you know, because it's like it's it's, you know, history. But now that we're like going into space, people are like they're, he's in class, like trying to teach people. They're like they're not even studying. They they're couldn't not even care less about they're like, this guy. I don't give a no. shit about history anymore. Like, but what about space? That's cool. You know, so I think that like all of us now are kind of very distracted and not like I mean, and you know, it's understandable. Like people want to like look forward, but I mean, it's important to look behind us too, because they, you know, you can't learn and be better if you don't learn from the past. Yeah, no, that that I think that's a great observation. And uh, another, I, I I've just been interested in the discourse on this movie more than a lot of movies recently because uh, there's another sect of of people that has formed that kind of fall into the opinion of why do we have to drag our our heroes of the past through the mud like this and oh. take everything from them mm. and this is like Luke, isn't that kind of played effect, out yeah, yeah or the, <laughs> the, the people who didn't like the last jedi or sure. or even even han to a degree yeah i mean that that's the maybe the best comparison because harrison ford just did it with han oh, solo but... funny that you bring up the comparison i mean just really quick the um 
I, I it didn't bother me, but I definitely like drew the the line together about the fact that um, Harrison Ford in both films um, got divorced because they lost their son. Well, yeah, I was, I was, yeah, I was about to get there, and I think this one did it better. I do agree. I do agree. I really do. Yeah. I, I, uh, it had a more emotional and believable impact. I think, yeah. Which is so funny because of the hatred people had for Shia LaBeouf's character, which is not warranted. It, I, I went back and watched it. Like, it's just not warranted. It's yeah. fine. Like, like he, I don't his understand. His performance is perfectly plausible. Yeah. Totally. And it's in the 50s. He's, of course, he's a greaser. But then, but knowing knowing that, and that movie was 15 years ago, and, yeah. and uh, most people hated it, myself for a time. But then the emotional impact of just... Uh, there was something just so uh, sad's not the right word. It's just uh, melancholy, mm-hmm. and it's it's deeper than sad. It's it's just an aching, and you feel you feel for him. And that's when I I honestly think the usage of Marion in this movie compared to Crystal Skull was far more effective as well. Even though she was in half that movie, totally. Her just walking through that door and uh, Karen Allen's performance, even this this short little scene where she comes in she seems tired you feel the weight of their divorce the moment she opens the door Mm -hmm. like you know everything about what their relationship is right now it's it's two people who are talking past each other she's like you're gonna get yourself killed old man like it's just this uh i just felt this profound sadness but also profound joy for for that that moment and I, i i think it's the perfect that third act up into the to the credits was i think the perfect way to tie them to up to end to end it yeah yeah it really was this is off topic a little bit okay. not yeah. really because it still involves the movie you yeah. know you know the the bad guys two henchmen and oh, one of yes. them is like the size of a building yes. yes okay i saw that dude at the carpet oh yeah oh yeah Bro, is he a giant person i don't think i've ever been more physically terrified in my life <laughs> he i think is the biggest person i've ever witnessed he's a big boy he's it's not only that he's tall he's like he's wide like he's he's like he, he's, he's a massive like, person um, like wreck it ralph literally built like yeah. wreck it ralph i was wearing my tallest shoes and i kid you not i came up to here Oh my god! Which of those are just listening is like below his chest, and I we we like bumped into each other on the way out of the theater. Oh, and wonderful! And I was like, <gasps> oh, I was like, this congratulations! Wall that you just ran into, and then just well, like and he he falls into the pantheon of of just ridiculous and great Indiana Jones henchmen. Yeah, yeah. Like, totally. There's always there's always one of them. It's always great. The enforcer. Yeah, he was terrifying, and also um. The the younger actor, the kid, um, mm-hmm. that was his first movie. Oh, get out! Good for him. Can you believe? Oh my god! The short round for our times. Yeah. Yes, that was his oh, first a, movie ever. Job. I was like, wow, what a way to come out the gate swinging. Uh, well, uh, I'm trying to remember his name. I mean, yes, I know please. it feels like it probably would have been like the the most obvious like nostalgia train, but I mean, like we already were doing that with Saw. Ethan uh, Isidore. Oh, thank that's you. Name. Thank, Teddy. You, thank you. Thank you. Yep. Yep. We're gonna hear that name more often, I think. Bro. Um. Uh. But. Uh, yeah. I, I was just gonna say that, like, we did the nostalgia train with like Sala and you know a couple other characters, but like, I, I, 
And I think he probably would have been like maybe a little overkill in this nostalgia, but I don't think that anybody would have minded having short round in this movie. No. And I'm, he, I'm, I, that is probably the only like real disappointment. If there is any for me is just like, they could have put him in there somewhere. Just anywhere. And look, so- Solo, uh, he really was kind of, I, I I would say just in his usage in this movie, the definition of fan service. Yes. But it's the most effective usage of it I've seen yeah. recently, I think, because they used they his parts of his speech in the trailer. But when he said, you know, I miss the desert. I miss I the miss sea. The I miss the mountains. Yes. <laughs> I miss waking up to see, you know, what adventures the new day would bring. Yeah. And... I miss the sand. <laughs> but you're sitting you're sitting there listening to him and and uh, it just takes you it takes you on a ride to the first time you saw these these movies and uh, And it really does inspire inspi- inspire adventure, you know? Like Right. Just get... let, let the wind kick up and take you wherever it it goes. Yeah. And uh, we get stuck in these uh these cities, you know, and just in our city life doing yeah. day by day. Got to get out there and Look for buried treasure. Yeah, it was that like well placed yeah. nostalgia. It was just it like was. It, they, it, it really was, was utilized it was well really well. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked a little bit about it, but Mads Mikkelsen as Voller, uh, yeah. the Nazi scientist. Yeah, uh, it's not a compliment, but he's a <laughs> he's a great Nazi. I mean, <laughs> Mads Mikkelsen, when they cast Mads Mikkelsen as a Nazi, I was like, oh yeah, that checks out. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Easy. You're a good Nazi. <laughs> yeah. Oh, There's no such thing told, as a good Nazi. Daniel, do you remember he was uh, sitting at breakfast in our hotel in Saudi Arabia? Whoa! I totally forgot that? about that. And nobody went up and talked to him. Poor. But, well, uh, he's, he's, he's he was there for Nazi. Saudi Comic Con, but he was reading his book over a plate of eggs. And I, I was like, I, I can't say anything to him. It's because he's that. kind of scary. I mean, it's intimidating. Intimidating for sure. That's the that's the word I'm looking for, and and a yeah. super versatile. Like when when I say he's a good Nazi, that that's not he is what not he does all he can do. <laughs> he is such a versatile actor, but man, that was like that's 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 central casting. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I I liked I liked the uh, the misdirection even in his plot because oh, uh-huh. you kind of get the sense you knew he wanted to go back in time. But then he's like, I'm going to go back in time and kill Hitler. Yeah, wait, what? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, whoa, yeah. Yeah, that's a ballsy move. And and try and redirect the course of the war. That much. No, he just cares about Germany. Yeah, that's all it is. Oh gosh. That's all it is. Ay, ay, ay. Did you find it there was I knew he was nails on this role uh uh when we flash forward to nineteen sixty nine and he's up in the hotel room and he's getting room service. Oh, uh-huh. And uh the uh, the black attendant oh, comes yeah. in with he's his. Like, are you enjoying this your? This was spooky. Are you? En- he's like, are you enjoying your victory? Ew. And and that line in and of itself, it just about this time in American history, and you know we're just coming out of segregation. Uh-huh. And he's like, that's where my head went. I don't know if that's Many literally mul- what no, it was. It was meant. multi-layered for sure. Yeah, there was, was like, did, I hope you're enjoying your victory. And I'm like, there was yeah. a lot of that's layers spooky. in yeah, like so not. Not only that line, but just that like scene in general. There was like so many layers to it where I was like, "Oh, I'm so uncomfortable," but this is great. This is great, Bill. This is yeah, the other layer, be- the other layer being this guy's a Nazi, and ha- if he right. had his way, anybody who looked like you would be dead. Right. Yeah, Correct. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just so scary. Uh, really, really, really solid writing. Mm-hmm. Um, what did we What did we think of? Uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge as Helena. Great. 
Do we think uh, honestly again, I, she I, fits in the world? I thought she was great. I've I've heard otherwise. I'm sensing but a I, butt. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, not not a butt. No, I've just heard otherwise. But I think that's what because is the she did it. You've heard. I heard that um, she she wasn't likable, and I'm like, she wasn't supposed to be likable in like the first half of the movie. So yeah, right. she did a good job. So you're, you're welcome. To see her journey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So, but I disagree. I think I think she did a great job, and yeah. I think um, even though she wasn't likable or quote unquote not likable, because she like, did some she did some naughty things. Yeah, but I think there was there was still something to like about that. I'm yeah, like, yeah, me too. That character type, you know what I mean? So I thought she was great. Every 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 good character has to have a pretty severe character flaw. Yeah. Otherwise, they're not believable. Um, and it's not as fun. Like I like I um, Indiana Jones has got several character flaws, but I mean, and and it's not well. One of them's not really character flaws. More just like a. It's just like something we can latch on to that we know that they like really dislike or whatever it is. And his yep. happens to be snakes. But I mean, like, <laughs> but yeah, as long as so we, we know that she's got um, she has a like a compulsion to, uh, you know, for money. And uh, so she's got a little bit of, a little bit of. Greed well, and 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 psychologically damaged by her father's obsession with. With the antique theory, which totally. uh, which made a lot of sense and then she sees that you know she seems she sees those same tendencies in india i think and that's Mm. kind of where they 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 butt heads i feel like that uh, was a great plot device yeah Yeah, i think so too i think so too yeah and uh indy kind of uh i don't know giving giving her a peace of mind that uh, like it's when he says you know your father was a brilliant man and after they've kind of Start putting the pieces together, and she, you know, kind of holding back tears, says, "Yeah, he I was know. my boyfriend." And, and I think, I think Indy is, is uh, kind of channeling the best parts of her father, and that's why, I think, she comes around to, to his worldview, and ultimately doesn't let him stay. Yeah, and, you know, she, she starts worrying about things that are bigger than herself, like the. Yeah. fabric of time right? <laughs> well, and he, he points to her you know he points out to her that you know uh that he, she clearly cares about this kid yeah you know so like there's definitely she's not like she's not yeah there, there there's something there's 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 a nice spark of good going on in there so yes. he definitely ignited the spark it's the way that they killed antonio in in, in cold blood for me ah there was a lot of cold blood killing. Just yeah. popped like, him, bro. These were bad, bad guys. Oh my god, the poor like, like, like teacher people. And yeah. The, oh my god. Hunter College in the hallway, just laid Which, out. By the way, so scary. Um, there is precedent for the U.S. government just pardoning Indy for for things he does. Yeah, right. <laughs> we never quite get closure on the. We thought Indiana Jones murdered the staff at Hunter College. Yeah, well, we kind of dropped that a little bit. That's fine. I think the assumption is. Somebody who knew him fine. spoke to his qualities. And- that being said, he's been, you know, I, that, that, I guess that will happen after, you know, because the scene, because we saw him just like wake up after being. Right. You know, so. They'll smooth it out. Eventually. But yeah, it's interesting. So like, uh, I mean, uh, I know we're not really done with our conversation, but I mean, um, the the ending, the ending ending, like the very end. You know, That's what I was going to yeah. ask about. Are we are we alluding to more? 
Because like I feel like it's been it's been confirmed that there's no more. Here's so- here's here's my thought. I think it's yes and no. I think it's I think that they they don't want to because you never say never. Yeah. You know what I mean. That being said, it's it's a no, and it's, it's a like, big no. Like it's a from Harrison no. himself. Yeah. Right. He's. I mean, of course, he said that also about number four too. But I, it's neither here nor there. He, I think that he, um, he's made it quite clear that this is the end. And and also, uh, in terms of the story, I think they were much better off. Like whether even even if this is the final finale, um, they're better off leaving it open ended because it lets our imagination just imagine that he lives on forever and he gets to keep going on adventures. And that's yeah, yeah, a beautiful, yeah, yeah, yeah. wonderful way. I like nobody wants to hear that your fucking like childhood hero like retires and then passes away and then you know passes the baton on to somebody else that we don't give a shit about. You know what I mean? Let that 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 would have been a really unfortunate end i think in my yeah. opinion so i'm very glad that they they went this way because we get that yeah it's it's now we get to use our our imagination that like he's gonna have a really fucking great like end of his life right and it's not much different honestly than the ending last crusade gave us when at the time riding off into the sunset I, there, there, yeah right there was no anticipation of a of a sequel film but it's like we did the deed off into the sunset to quite literally off into the sunset. Chase, chase the next adventure, and and that I think that's what this does. Great, yeah. yeah. I I can there be another one? Maybe. That being said, I will say because of the uh, unfortunate, you know, box office that they've had, hard to say. Let him sleep. Let well, him sleep. Let him sleep. <laughs> well, yes. Uh, let let. He let him sleep because the the reason this is different than when he came back for four is he explicitly mentioned, I don't think we left him in four where I wanted to leave him. Yeah, that's also fair. I mean, he said that out loud and, and he has since said, I think James Mangold had the right idea on where to, to leave him in this one. And really that third act felt like a nice little bow. It felt, it felt like the end. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like what other, he, what other, he, what I have actually gone tell? into history, and yeah, I mean, where else do you take Indiana Jones? Yeah, if technically, not into history. Technically, you could say that he is now part of history. You know, yes, yeah, which which is a finale for him. Yeah, let him and sleep. You could tell that, like, and 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 like the way that they directed him in it was to kind of like feel that finality. Yeah. yeah. And and it, it it worked for me. I I yeah. I I I think it was the right move. Yeah. I I mean, it, it sounds like all, all three of us were just real big fans of this movie. And I would say my my biggest qualms were John Williams. Uh, I, wow, he is so garbage. Somebody get him some <laughs> com- composition classes. He is wow. over Jeez. ninety, and man, does he no, still? No, we, we, yeah, we haven't even have talked it. about about the maestro but my my god i think actually um he's he's done a lot of work in the last five six years but yeah uh, i would say significantly the 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 sequel trilogy of star wars comes to mind Mm -hmm. and i thought the score for this movie was the best of his recent lucas film it was so pretty so it had just enough nostalgia but his new theme for helena is beautiful. beautiful i loved i loved the you know the the chase music is always that's always 
something he's always been really good at, yeah. and it's so thrilling and swashbuckling. All and, the horns. Uh, and then and then he knows exactly when he knows exactly what he's doing, what button he's pressing at what moment, mm-hmm. and he's made far lesser movies much greater than they had any business being (laughs) because he knows which emotional buttons to press so like so like he was there opening night oh my god and like not only not only was he there but we got like a surprise full orchestra concert and like we all cried because it was just like it was insane like it was insane and like he we also he spoke about um actually helena's theme in particular and a few of the other uh, pieces, and we were all just like, "Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. what?" It was crazy, and I think he was also—he may or may not have been introduced by Steven Spielberg. So it was just like it was yeah. like, oh, it was yeah, insane. Th- there was okay. I don't know if you've seen. Um, there is <laughs> not to take away from the 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 moment of talking about John Williams, but um, there is a. Uh, <laughs> A TikTok that pointed out um, when Steven Spielberg was introducing um, John Williams, yeah, was, his introduction was basically like, "There are three people yes. that, like, you know, are the reason why Indiana Jones is a thing, you know, and, and it's it's like this person, it was, or it's uh, George Lucas, who's the creator of Indiana Jones, and everybody's like, yeah, I love you, and then it's of course Harrison Ford, and everybody's like, what? And then the glue, the glue that held everything together, and like there, he's standing right next to his ex-wife. Um, what's her face, Kathy? Yes. Um, Didn't notice that. Didn't notice that at the time. And like, <laughs> and he's like John Williams, <laughs> and like they zoom in on her face, like <laughs> super zoom, and she's just Aww. like, mm. <laughs> it's it, okay. It, I know it I was there too, but I, I, I know. It definitely was like a weird kind Kathleen of Kennedy. like. Sorry, there we go. Sorry, I couldn't think of her name. Ah yes, um, it was a it was a weird experience because like, very fortunate to have gone to a few of these, but this one was like, it was like actual legends, like oh, legends, yeah. like the legends amongst legends. You know what I mean? And if we were just like, what is going on? This is crazy, bro. And you were at the Dolby. Yes. Yeah. It there was, was a, I mean, it was, but it was filled to the brim, right? To the brim, to the and brim. like I was in and like you were like the front damn row, too. literally in the front row, like front right. I definitely watched the movie like this, Your but like worth it, yeah. <laughs> worth it, worth it for sure. Yeah, I would, I would say, uh, I think the length. I think it was a, a little long, but I, I. Yeah. I think that's okay for a, a finale of this kind. Yeah. And, and then You're as like, I, I mentioned to towards the beginning, I think it might have been because they were allowed a budget of that size, mm-hmm. I almost fear that gives them license to go really heavy-handed on big CG set pieces Stuff. that I just don't think are necessary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because in Indiana Jones, the action has always been epic in its own way, but not... Um, to kind of go back to what I was saying, not uh, Avengers level, yeah. If, if you get my meaning, and not saying that really anything like what happened in this movie approached to that, but some of it felt a little, a little too big. Sure. And I'm um, I'm really interested to see how like how this plays with like the timeline of just cinema in general, because like when CG started coming out, it was 
like the price was warranted because it was like this has never been done before. This is this yeah, is right. great. And sure, now right. I feel like the audience perspective and is just the perspective in general is kind of shifting back to where like spend more money and make it quote unquote real. You know what I mean? Like make it as practical as possible because like that, that feels better. And I'm like really interested to see where that goes. Well, and there's a, there's a, that's interesting too. There's, there's a school of thought that think about Granted, it's it's hard to compare with uh, because you have to take inflation into account and all of that. So you can't take movie budgets from sure. the 1980s and translate them. But I do think there is a school of thought that said if you limit your own resources, it forces you to get creative in how you achieve making a really good movie. And it's some of those creative steps that guys like Spielberg and George Lucas took mm-hmm. that made things iconic. Yeah. yeah. Because, because of the ingenious ways they came up with them instead of realizing it on a computer with a, a you know 150 digital artists yeah. which is not to say that shouldn't be done no. or it's not impressive because it, it it is uh, and it's art in its own right but I don't know say say you made this movie for half of of what you actually made it for you're you're turning a profit in three weeks and you probably still get the same effect I think yeah arguably yeah I don't I, know I, I you know I, I yeah again I'm just interested to see like how that plays out in the grand scheme of things for sure yeah. because I, I, it's um and it's not well it's kind of related but i think it's um yeah like when things become a little too real it's like uh then it it, it feels not like cinema anymore and it's like something yeah. different like we had a um we had a moment where we were like even just the frame rate of the film um changes the feeling you know, because we were we were like the technology was getting so good that we could like have better than uh, what does their film normally have? Not 60 frames. It's is it 40 um, or 50? I can't remember. I don't I, I, I don't remember off like the top a normal of my head film. what the standard frame rate is, but 60. Remember when they put the Hobbit out in theaters in 60 frames per second? I do. And and it looks like a camcorder. Yeah, it, it was it literally looked like we were on set with it looks like we were on set. I, it was jarring. Yeah, I, I also felt that way about um, Avatar The Way of Water because that movie oh. goes in and out of like different frame rates. And there uh-huh. were some points where I was watching in theater was I was like. My brain. I literally can't even comprehend this information. <laughs> yeah. Like, and it was beautiful, granted, but also sure. I'm like, this it was is a, huge a lot of technology. Yeah, sure. this is a yeah. lot for me to understand right now. I can't remember. Did you did you see it in one of the theaters uh, where? Because uh, there was only like the, certain theaters that showed the uh, the, the no, frame I was on rate the, that James Cameron. The standard fa- frame rate, by the way, is 24 frames. Oh, there second. you go. I knew it yeah. was lower than I so, thought. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I saw that on the carpet as well. So it was like in the the bougiest. Oh, of in bouge. the big cheese. Yeah. Yeah, and it was and it was bougie as bouge, and it was like insane to witness. But also, yeah. I'm like. What the I, hell? I think I that movie. I'm not gonna say warranted it, but like it fit for that movie because like yeah, they were yep. their goal was just to make it as pretty and as, as insane as possible. Yes. But like out of context, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you start to be like, are we playing? Yeah, what are we doing? A really dope video game, or are we watching a movie? I need to know yeah. what we're doing here, guys, because I'm getting stressed out. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I well, know. look, it it was a. It was a terrific farewell. I can't wait to see it again, honestly. Mm. Um, net, net, without the anxiety of, I hope I like this. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Also I'm, I'm looking forward to 
to seeing it again, but what a farewell to uh, an icon of that genre. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, reinvent quite literally reinvented the the summer adventure film. Yeah. And, uh, oh, and he still looks great. He looks fantastic. He, I mean, he's always had shreds. What the hell? He's always had the acting chops as well. Um, I'm glad he got to flex those muscles a little more in this and one. And quite literally flex his muscles. My God. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. There's that. And I'm going to be an archaeologist now. So take cool, great. Moving to Egypt. And I uh, just want to let you all know and um, see you guys soon, I guess. <laughs> Well, any any final thoughts from either of you, or did or dare I say we covered it? I think we covered I think it. We covered it. I'm pretty sure. Oh, I, I guess maybe going forward, do you think that we're gonna see uh, if we don't see another Indiana Jones? Do you think we'll see another? Um, what's her face? Helena. Yes. Oh. I'm yeah. gonna, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say firmly no. I say, I think, I think probably same. I don't think so either. But that isn't. I hadn't thought about that. That's an interesting. I think short round is more likely. <gasps> I want that too, but only I, because, I like, yeah, I it... don't think that will happen. But that's because he just won an Oscar. Yeah, right. <laughs> right, right, right yeah, <laughs> valid, I know. Valid. Like he, he has, he has worth. I mean, he, he had oh, yeah. worth, but like now he's and like... talent. That that wasn't a shot at. The fact he just wanted no. he has talent yeah. that they could the talented, build around, but talented I, person. I, I think I think Lucasfilm will be wise to uh, leave leave Indiana Jones to history. Hang the hat. Yeah, let him sleep, bro. Let him sleep. Let him sleep. <laughs> He's tired. His shoulders are. Do you know shot. what I mean? Uh, just he let has him a sleep. plate in one leg and screws in the other. I just love let that him too. rest. My dad leaned over to me. He's like, "I'm just like Indiana Jones now. I've got screws in my feet too." <laughs> <laughs> I love like, it. That's adorable. Bless him. Well, well, all right then. Thanks, Indy, for uh, all the memories. Oh, thanks for the memories. And thank you, Chris. Uh, thank th- you, Chris. Thank you, guys, and to all the listeners. What a treat. Yeah. You, wow, the treat was all mine. <laughs> um, well, if you're not following him, you should. Uh, yes. You, you go and find him on pretty much anything at Chris oh, you, Villain. You're very it's kind. Not a big deal. Some people yeah. think that. <laughs> the ones that matter. The ones that matter think That's that. So correct. do with that information what you will. Yes. <laughs> well, this has been Inside the Tauntaun, a podcast in the multiverse of fandom. I'm Dino Nicandros. And I'm Daniel Dawson. And I'm Chris Villain. May the force be with you always. Inside the Tauntaun podcast. Please like and subscribe.